in the people's corner. Ay, 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 ay. There's some scary stuff we're seeing here. Hailing from Corrupticut, the unconstitutional state, the Italian Clivesdale. Okay. The New World Order, World Health Organization, Central Bank Digital Currency, Transhumanism. It's here. It's here. Come on into the room. Share your thoughts about it. Obviously, I'm here alone at this point, so I'll start off. Well, I should have added WEF, World Economic Forum, to the title. Because they already tell us what they're about. Who here amongst us hasn't yet been to the W World World Economic Forum site? If you haven't, I highly recommend it. The World Economic Forum. You will own nothing, be happy. Nope. You will own nothing, have no privacy, and be happy. What do you mean, Bill? That's their mantra. Check it out. They even have a video. Yes. You will own nothing, have no privacy, and be happy. 2030, great reset. Okay. Just take a big step back and looking at what's happened with the pandemic, Ukraine war. Wait, they got it all figured out, huh? How to get us there by 2030? If you think any of this is happening by accident, I suggest you consider what it would take to get us to there. Start with what their mantra is and look at where we are and what's happening. Okay, so we know we have the Bilderberg Group, Secret Society. What did JFK say about secret societies? Let's see, let me make sure I invite everybody. I think I did, but just one more time. Yep. What does JFK say about secret societies? 1961 speech on secret societies and... Well, he doesn't name communism, not does he? Not to my recollection. Monolithic conspiracy. Hmm. And, um, well, you can listen to it for yourself. I mean, I, nothing like JFK to kind of bring you around to reality. And uh, what happens to those in power who fight it? Okay, so, you know, I appreciate people on calling, and I bring this subject up sometimes, and it gets entertained a bit. It often goes back to party politics and what we can do to fix it through party politics. Well, Sabi Sab, I've listened to her and done her calling a couple of times. She's reached a point like me, like Chris Hedges, like many others, we're on the federal level, uh, Washington, District of Columbia, uh, there's nothing we can do really. All we gotta do is look at what's been going on. I mean, it doesn't matter who's in office, right? Does it, aren't the right and left wing part of the same corrupt bird? 
or another way to put it, the right cheek and the left cheek are part of the same corrupt, uh, dirty ass. That's the way I see it. Who says it's sort of thing like that? Uh, the mother of all talk shows. I've heard him. Um, I'm drawing a blank. I could see him. It's been a while since I tuned into the mother of all talk shows. But the fellow who anchors that from England, uh, it'll come to me. Having a senior moment here. But anyway, um, I guess, you know, people, well, I, to, to look at it from another perspective, like from a top-down view, and to take in the fact that what's going on on the World Economic Forum level, and those, you know, they're, they're, those Klaus Schwab and Yuval Harari, if you haven't heard Yuval Harari talk about transhumanism, little spokesperson is perfect. The spokesperson monster for Klaus Schwab. I highly suggest you seek out him speaking, whatever search engines you'd like to use. And uh, enough. It'll, he'll speak for himself. I don't have to say a word. Um, anyway, um, on the WFI, you'll see talk of the Belton Road Initiative. There's a 2018 article, what you need to know about the Belton Road Initiative, and a 2022 article. All roads lead to the same place under a different narrative. You know, it's pretty interesting. The Belton Road Initiative. The World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, transhumanism, central bank digital currency. It's kind of like, I don't know if any of you ever played organized sports in high school. You know, you got, you got the coaches that are putting together a game plan. See what I'm saying? And they coach your offense and the defense, but you got to put together the game plan. The thing is, I question... Who are we up against? Who's the opposing team? That's where I'm getting at. I contend it's those secret societies that JFK talked about in 19... Oh, look, I got Loki here. He's the expert. Maybe Loki wants to come up and... Loki, would you like to come on up as a speaker? You gotta, you're steeped in history. Loki's like my... My, I don't know what to call it. Just a history guy. You know, you just go, hey, Loki, what's what's going on with this? Can we go back? How far can we go back? Here he is. Here's Loki. Come on up. Oh, wait, I'm going to make you a speaker, bro. Go ahead. Do your thing. I'm going to make you a speaker. Hear us, Loki? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, there you go. Except. Yeah. Right. Hey, hey, man, what happened the other day? You were in a chat saying you couldn't. You were blocked? Was that just a thing like an app? Like glitch or be, something? Yeah, it could be a glitch. Uh, although I just pressed accept right now and it didn't put me up. So that's also weird. You know, the app's been glitching out. I've I've heard yeah. from someone else they were they they're kind of uh beta testing or they're I don't know. They're trying to there it goes. There we go. They're yeah, just invited you again. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I just heard they were working out bugs with it right now. Okay. 
I know yeah, for you, us. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I was go ahead. Go ahead. Go you first. Your thought, good. I got a long one. You go ahead. Uh, uh, Shaw, Shaw, uh, help me out. Give me a solid because he's got um, devices that have much larger memory. And uh, plus, when he can, he'll do a show together. He does the editing. I was having a problem with my cell phone that I couldn't edit anything. I couldn't do it. Once I made something, it just, I got a fairly recent cell phone, but for whatever reason. So uh, he's got memory more. Problem. Sorry, go ahead. Sounds like it was a memory problem. Maybe it just dumps it if there's not enough space to store it or something. Yeah, exactly. So then we did the 9-11 show, uh, he and I, and he was able to do it. And it's, it went long. It went six plus hours. And ever since then, like I've done a three-hour show, a two-hour show, he thinks that they've changed the uh, the memory storage in the cloud for this app because he's telling me keep it to an hour so he can edit it and post it. I don't know if anyone else is having that issue with long talks. If they are, um, I'd be interested to hear. But we're finding that, you know, anything he said, I did a three-hour thing or a five-hour thing since, and he hasn't been able to. Uh, to do anything with it the short ones you can have you heard anything like that loki from anybody anyone doing any calling hosting not, specific, not specifically but that would be more of a creator problem or people that have you know that are that are dealing with the data they get while downloading their shows if they want to you know share it around to other platforms or, or whatever right. okay okay well he's working on it i'm I grew up with a rotary phone, so I don't even try and go there. You know, I'm I just get as far as I can right now. So exactly. I kind of derailed you. What? Go ahead, bring it back to where you're gonna start. What was the? Uh, what was your thoughts? What were your th are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I don't know. We were we we're talking about um, Ukraine uh, in some of the other rooms, but you know, Ukraine is just on people's minds right now. Understandably, it's still going on. But it's it's like it just feels just to me too convenient to to destroy one of the breadbaskets of the world with war and use another and then alienate a country that's that's part of the world's you know number one fertilizer suppliers. Although you know as far as oil is concerned, there's there's many sources of oil across the whole world. It's just extracting that oil will, you know, poison, poison, whatever area you're most of the time. There's no such thing as, as clean oil and any, in a lot of the technologies we use anyway, they're considered green. You know, they have some sort of dirty, you know, they have dirty parts of the manufacturing process. And after that, then even the power plants that that produce energy are often powered by oil. So there's yeah, the, that's part of the greenwashing is to just avoid avoid us this free or at least extremely efficient where it's near free type of you know energy technology, which is you know I feel like they've been that's really their goal is just to keep people. Yeah, just barely, barely tolerating life, you know, barely living and barely thinking just just enough to kind of operate in their system. But, yeah, the, the depopulation makes sense when when if you look, like you said, at the, the transhumanism and stuff that it's, they don't 
they don't ex- like if people if robots are going to do all the work, then that's the it makes eighty percent of the workforce obsolete, and that's uh, you know this is their this is their theory their plan, uh, but the the thing is you can't really. You can't look down on human potential that way. And the more comfortable you make yourself, the weaker you make yourself. So, you know, you, you know, speaking of uh, geniuses and stuff, there's like fucking there, there's there's kids in like Nigeria and other places in Africa that go to the trash dump and fucking they find scrap electronics and they build machines out of them and shit. You know, it's. So, you know, the geniusness really comes from, you know, the inside, from the creativity in there. And even if they do build an AI that's, that's you know, truly self-aware, not just, you know, a, a compilation of the culture and of the data that was fed to it. If they build a truly conscious AI, you know, the best they're going to do is, you know, make themselves a, a slave to a fucking AI, you know what I mean? Because they'll be the closest to it, and it's not really, yeah, it's it's not the proper direction of human evolution. It's where they wanna they wanna drag everybody, but it's really you know. But the the universe is a huge fucking place. You know, there's many ways to empower a human being, or ways of what you could call self self-directed evolution and that have been around for thousands of years you know that's what religions used to be about is basically self-directed evolution or self-directed growth you know and it's been turned into a form of uh of you know societal control instead of a, a path of, of growth and enlightenment and a way to find well-being and and everything like that it's really fucking unfortunate. Okay. Yeah, you, you laid out a lot there. Let me try to remember. As you were speaking, it was like, you know, the ding, the ding, the ding, the ding. <laughs> I'm trying to remember where to, where to pick that up. <laughs> so, um, but let me, before I respond on, on, on individual points, which you made many really good ones, I thought. So, who are these people, Loki? Who's at the top? Who's who are the Who's the men behind the the veil who are they can you help us identify who they are that's that's difficult there's you know we're all we're all a little bit internet sleuths which is kind of a, a derogatory term these days when most people tell you that that you're internet sleuth like what what the fuck else should i use the biggest you know information repository <laughs> in the world for what else should i be doing here you know masturbating and fucking and entertaining myself to fucking death you know right right that's what they want go ahead so do you have some with your sleuthing do you have any any jewels you can share with us what you've discovered who these people are uh well there's there's lots of stories that could be the the source of this but in modern times we know, of course, the the technocrats and the Bill Gates and the the political people. Of course, all the all the big politicians of the world and the the nefarious people that that you know control the politicians. 
you know, people that more work for what do you call it, clandestine agencies or agents of clandestine agencies, mm-hmm. like you know, the Epstein's and the people in media. And there does seem to be like a there does seem to be a an attempt to create a larger narrative. Not to say that you know, not not because just because there's a group of people that want us most people to believe a certain narrative. That that doesn't mean that you know not backstabbing each other too, or that yeah. that they're all on the same page or whatever. Because I imagine with, with you know if you can look at most human beings as being subhuman, then you know stab it. You know what what yeah. Then what's your definition of a friend? What's your different definition of a comrade? What's your definition of a brother? I don't even think they they have these concepts in this way. You know they they do have partners, you know, they have business partners, they probably have wives and girlfriends and stuff, but they, but like, as far as that, that feeling of reliance on someone or like someone they feel really comfortable with and they can trust, they probably never have that because the, they only trust someone when they can manipulate them and they know what they're going to do because they manipulated them to do that. So I trust them because, you know, I control them, you know, kind of a fear thing. I trust them because I know that they're afraid enough of me that, you know, if they, that if they fuck up, I will do something. So that's where their trust comes from. But that's, let let me, let me add a little bit here. Let's, let's do it this way. Um, Let me ask a question. I appreciate, then I'll add something and we'll go back and forth because you got a lot of wisdom there. And I've, I've, I've done my own sleuthing trying to unlearn all the crap i learned in from the boob tube growing up in high school and since until i became retired disabled to disability so i did you ever hear uh john coleman the committee of 300 i haven't heard of this committee before okay and then there's i'm just gonna name off a couple books a fellow is uh ex uh, military intel um you know, I got to look back. He has an accent. He sounds either Australian or English. It's hard for me to tell the difference. I think I'm going to say, well, I won't gander which one, but The Committee of 300 is a book he wrote. And then more recently, there's a fellow, uh, Peter Phillips from Sonoma State, and he writes a book called Giants. Let me differentiate between the two. Peter Phillips goes up to a point where, you know, you're at the level of BlackRock, Vanguard, uh the the investment firms you know and uh stage street uh that level and there's many more you know i'm just spitting out a few um and and takes it from there and how that permeates through the culture you know and 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 the agendas of the people who really manage the money of the world and you know we can call it the Bank of International Settlements, perhaps, you know, the, the um, mm, well, the Federal Reserve that's connected into that. Okay. Actually, and then you, I'm sorry. You know, Rania Kellick, real fast, a, a thought popped in my head. Rania, Rania Kellick had a professor that um, did extensive research into Zionism and had a lot of extensive knowledge of, of Zionism, in especially like after... World War Two and stuff, and we—I gotta find out. I, I gotta see if I can contact her or him directly or something because 
what I always wanted to know was the because I know there's some sort of connection, but the the connection there was a connection between Nazi Germany, you know, and early Zionist movement because they're trying to because Jews were being persecuted, you know, all across Europe and Russia as well. You know, it wasn't it wasn't exclusively a, a German thing. Like you know, anti-Semitism was was a was a big thing at the time, but um. Like after World War Two, the Bank of International Settlements is actually it was supposed to be the device, you know, the institution which supervised and handled the the payments, you know, of you know of the Nazis to their victims, you know, wow. uh, to settle to settle accounts. But what ended up happening is the Nazis started using the Bank of International Settlements to launder launder the money they kind of had hidden away. So they were able to like take their fortunes with them as they went through to the States in Operation Paperclip or went to South America or went to, you know, wherever else they could, you know, flee off to. But the Bank of International Settlements ended up helping the Nazis keep keep their wealth they help them to keep their wealth when they're supposed to be helping the wealth transfer from nazis to everybody else that's what they're supposed to do and so uh you know knowing zionism's role in you know banking systems in in general Mm. i wonder how it you know through the bank of international settlements how Nazism and Zionism colluded. I I don't know exactly, but you know, there's there's something there for sure. Yeah, I'd say. And then you know, it's interesting. You know, I I didn't learn any of this in high school. I went to Votech High School, meaning half the school year we were in. Um, well, depending on what shop we chose, you'd have an exploratory year. You know, you could explore auto, masonry, electrical, you know, drafting, whatever. Then you chose one. And so then this was in Bridgeport. And so then half the school year, you're in your shop and the other half you're in normal classes. So we obviously we were being trained to do our trade. And so there was very limited as far as history, very, very limited to US history. And I never found it interesting anyway. I, I didn't care at all. So at the time, um, but it's interesting now to tap into you know, what I'm learning and how it looks like I just call them the alphabet soup group, you know, like you got you got the CDC, the World Health Organization, the Bank of International Settlements, the International Monetary Fund, Transatlantic Council, which and there's just one after the other. And aren't they let me ask you, aren't they all working together, at least the you know, the ones that work with the West to in in the Western what people call Help me with the word. I always screw it up. Homogeny. Is that correct? Or hum- how do you say that? Hed- word? Hegemony. Hegemony. See, you yeah, take a meathead. Yeah. It's just a fancy word for for domination of Western influence, especially American Western influence. And yeah, they and they're really a lot of these freaking um these plans and and such and these I ideologies are being written by think tanks like the trilateral commission and the atlantic council among others you know yeah and you know are those the guys okay we know they meet at the world economic forum and we kind of 
the you know dr evil and his little sidekick has the face of that you know they gave us it's interesting like if you could cast the most evil characters to lead you know a a, a movie you know that was going to bring about the demise and transhumanism and all this other stuff We're, i mean can have you seen the pictures of um uh klaus schwab when he's got that outfit on that looks like uh, a futuristic uh, sort of uh, mm, commander of some space uh, government. You know what I mean? It's got the shoulder pads and they stick out um, like something. You know what I'm talking about? I might have caught a... Yeah, I might have caught a glimpse of that somewhere, but I really, like, you know, I, I, read, I try to read up on them or, like, stay informed on their agendas, but... Yep. I, I don't want to give these guys, you know, my my energy personally, because it's just like it's the fucking be careful with our attention. You know, our attention is energy, our eyeballs, even even our anger, like, you know, children like that's why when children are attention seeking they're they would rather get negative energy than than get no energy at all because mm. a, a child that's not being paid attention to is a child that's being neglected basically and so when when these people like grab our attention they're draining our energy like we they're draining the energy we could be using to build something for ourselves and yes of course they are we we do have to be aware of their actions be aware of what they're doing but to I don't know. It's we 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 can't sit on the corners and like try to tell everybody about them. But instead, we have to we have to make our own centers of power instead of instead of being like you know ants swarming an elephants' leg. You know what I mean? Well, it's interesting. What I, you tapped into a couple of things I was gonna kind of expand on. One, it's no accident they picked these characters to look that way to instill fear because people some say and i tend to believe this there's only really two energies in the world love and fear you know and movies have been made like you know defending your life which is a kind of a quirky comedy by with albert brooks and meryl streep and rip torn which pretty much lay that out and then you have even groundhog day when you think of all the cycles bill murray went through to finally wake up without him being back in you know, the loop of Groundhog Day, when he finally realized it was about love, not about every other trickery he tried before, you know, leading to that, to get the girl, you know what I mean? So it's kind of interesting metaphor, but, but so these guys, I think, because they appear monstrous, to frighten people, to instill fear, to, which is what you were alluding to. And then when people are in fear, they're in their reptile brain, they can't think in a logical fashion. So then the fear buttons are pushed, i.e. what I call the pandemic, which was clearly, in my opinion, uh, brought upon, uh, in fact, oh, 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 gosh, it was a European parliament guy that Jimmy Dore just covered. And I've seen it before. And this guy has a strong accent. I got to look back to who he is. If you go to the Jimmy Dore show, and you may or may not know Jimmy Dore, but he does some good work, I think. And he has this European parliament guy, and he's saying in front of their parliament, how is it you show in these Pfizer documents on, uh, uh, presented to us that as of 2017, you were testing this vaccine for efficacy and safety, 18, 19, 
it wasn't until 2019 that this we learned about this, you know, whatever you want to call it, the virus, you know. Yeah. And and so he really nails it. And and there's another guy, Dr. David Martin, who's on alternative platform. He does a lot of, like a lot of red pill uh, in the speaking circuit. And um, and he he it talks about if you've ever heard him uh, all with Reiner Filmic. They do a lot, uh, who's a lawyer, on the patents uh, leading up to this. And that they, uh, the whole thing yeah, has been planned out. Sinister. That was very sinister that they, they patented the things that would make them money in events of something that didn't happen yet, you know? Yeah, so you know what yeah. I'm talking about, right? You've, you're kind of, yeah. or you're, is this news to you? And recently they, they finally unveiled... You know, one they finally let one scientist's um, words reach the media. I have to go back on YouTube and see exactly what his name is, but he basically said that the you know the virus probably came could have most likely came from a lab. You know, even in the states, you know. Oh yeah, I've, so, I've heard it said that um, Fort Detrick is where gain of function was happening already. That apparently, yeah. in uh, the let's see, so. It was in the summer of 2019, before this supposedly, you know, broken Wuhan, that the, or was it? Yeah, yeah. Going into the summer, into the early fall of 2019, they had this um, respiratory virus that struck the nursing care facilities in the Fort Detrick area, and so, and they it was unidentified virus. I recall reading. And again, doing a search, uh, I, I happen to use um, Brave and Yandex. I haven't tried DuckDuckGo. I don't know anything about the black web. That's So those are the two search engines I use if I'm looking for something with keywords. You know what I mean? Right. I don't bother with Google anymore unless I'm looking for some government document that they acknowledge they have. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Or anything on a state level. So so yeah, I concur. And um, and. And indeed, the gain-of-function work was being done in the United States. Supposedly, Obama put in it, and then you had the CDC, uh, the NIH get involved with backdooring the money through a company called Eco Alliance to Wuhan. This is the the what the uh, emails have revealed. Rand Paul does a lot on this, uh, or exposing it. Uh, cross Ammons Fauci, and you know. It never really goes anywhere. This all appears to be political theater to me in, in a large regard. It, it's like, okay, we got some some idea here what's went on, and then it's always, next thing you know, there's a new, I don't know, crisis they create or distraction maybe. Uh, um, but anyway, I know for those of you who are aware of what I'm saying, uh, like Loki, we have to ask, I think. Uh, uh, they are, it seems like it's being orchestrated and right on the heels of this we have the ukraine war and it all could have been avoided do you follow me every step of the way obviously you know how i feel about naturopathics and all the things i've cited on the nih library uh pubmed site that they in fact uh i'm trying to remember the doctor's name who was involved with this but in 2010, came out with the article "Zinc and Zinc Ionophores uh, for Coronavirus and Enteroviruses," and that that's the solution to what they were going to introduce. Like that, 
they had the answer in 2010. And Dr. David Martin discusses, like this goes back like to, to what they were doing in veterinary experiments and vaccines they were patenting to the 1990s. Uh, are you familiar with Dr. David Martin and Reiner Filmic, uh, the attorney who did this sort of what he called um, Nuremberg, uh, not trial, but uh, expose for the public? Is, is that news to you? Are you familiar with that series that he did? I don't believe I've, I've seen this one exactly. Okay, so real quick for everybody, you can, if you use the alternative search engines and uh, specifically on Rumble, Maria Z. She's really good, she's out of Australia. And there's many others, but they interviewed Dr. Martin. Uh, you have uh, Reiner Filmic, who's an attorney who's licensed in Germany and in California. And he did this Nuremberg, it's not a trial, it's just uh, because of course he acknowledges the courts are so corrupt that they, they knew if they brought it to the courts, it wouldn't get anywhere. So they kind of did a mock thing. and. They have attorneys and doctors, and they break it down, you know, and they go right into this whole false narrative we've been fed on this COVID issue. But they also talk about the World Economic Forum and the New World Order. It's it's extensive. So um, I, anyway, I just want to bring that up. We have a group of people who have a lot more information than we then I, I can retain, you know what I mean? Like, I don't remember the patents that Dr. Dave Martin talks about. He's got the patents. I just remember basically what he's saying. Do you follow me? And um, I'm trying to get a grip on the whole thing. And then I, I want to allude to, and, and then get your feedback to, you know, of course we know in the Ukraine conflict, we had Victoria Newland and the Maidan coup, right? Leading up. Could have, this whole thing could have been totally avoided, right? Uh, and um, and the Minsk yeah, Accords. We don't, it's weird. Ahead, we don't re yeah, if we go in and coup other countries, we don't respect their sovereignty. Right. And then we use these countries as pawns to start shit with, like, these smaller countries as pawns to start shit with bigger countries. And mm -hmm. then, like, you know, of course, then a the war happens. Like, hey, you got to respect their sovereignty now, you know, now that there are... Now that there are puppet, you got to respect their rights, you know. Oh yes, it's so it's it's a it's it's the playbook they use around the world, right? And so you're like, what the hell? How about you know? Wait a minute, what happened in 2014? And was it, it who was who's Larashenko involved? Am I saying that correctly? There was a fellow Larashenko. I saw a video clip where he was saying, "Oh yeah, the Minsk Accords. We just made that agreement." So we had eight years to build up our NATO forces for this conflict. Do you, are, are you familiar with who I'm talking about? Is it Larashenko? Does that sound right? Uh, I haven't heard the statement. The name sounds familiar, but that, that statement doesn't sound familiar. But the the sentiment of it seems pretty spot on because like NATO said they won't even go past East Germany. So... Of mm -hmm. course, it seems like a you know like a play. It seems like a promise that was just about as as good as a contract to a or what do you call it a treaty with a native tribe. You know, it's like yeah, yeah, sure. You know, just hold off, quit raiding us, don't put up a defense. You know, just chill out. We're 
we're all good, but you know, it's just it's just continuous lying. And by doing that, they're kind of like they're it, it's just it's just really it's a reflection of their of their thinking. And this thinking, they are basically saying they don't believe the law because according to the rule of law, both parties keep to the contract. So they're saying they're not you know not to say that you know contracts are the most advanced form of governing but it's what we have and they don't even keep that what they believe is in like we were talking about their hegemony their their military power their military hegemony and then you know after military hegemony then there comes hegemony over fucking you know food systems and fucking yeah. like everything to create life itself basically it's just just 100 percent you know total control and this is this seems like yeah, it's it's like really, really old to yeah. It, it, like I can't really get into all of this when I like I could talk to about all these issues individually in all these other rooms, but you know at least in your room I can you know say that in my in my brain it is kind of a or in my opinion my my view it's it, it is a spiritual warfare, but I don't I don't necessarily mean exclusively in a bible sense exclusively in this religion that religion sense it's you know every religion has its piece of the puzzle that it that it understands like the all the blind men around the elephants you know that if they talk to each other can make the big picture but if if they just want to be egotistical and think they're only gonna have their little piece of the picture and you know and they're all right, but then they're all wrong when they're egotistical and they don't share, you know, in a proper way. But there's there's been a, there's been warfare on on knowledge for like tens of years. There's been yeah. an attempt to make people stupid, and that's and this is really you can find you can find these tendencies all the way back, and you know the story the the stories of uh, Sumeria that were preserved in cuneiform tablets. There, there was literally custodial gods, you know, quote unquote gods. And maybe they had, they were, maybe they were superior in, in some ways, but they, they definitely had superior technology, you know, according to the tablets and the illustrations they showed. And, they were they were there to create slaves and some of them fucked up and they created people that that were you know uh, equivalent to them with potential to you know become even even more than them because as we know now in modern science you know uh, uh, more variation in in a genome is is actually extremely healthy you know inbreeding causes the evolution not not you know crossbreeding crossbreeding creates robust you know healthy offspring so yeah yeah i'm just yeah these stories these stories are are all there and um there was you know there were some of these creator gods in these epics that were there to help humanity and some that were there to basically enslave humanity or and and or exterminate them, eradicate them. And it, it feels like people are being eradicated on purpose. And, you know, but then kind of excuses are used like, oh, no, we couldn't do anything. Or, you know, it's somebody else's fault. This, this just happened. Like, no, a fucking famine doesn't just happen. Like, you know, people's, 
like ancient people who knew how to grow grow food for thousands of years get all of their you know, get, get all of their resources taken away get put on another another food system and then that food system get gets taken out from under their fucking feet you know that's that's fucking you know that's just that's mass starvation is mass murder you know what i mean it's like there's there's no soft form of genocide, you know. Sanctions are genocide. Yeah, it is what it is. It reminds me of um, as you said that, I can see this woman in my mind. She's been with Russell Brand, uh, talking with Russell Brand. She's Indian, and um, she's trying to bring the farming back to the, its original roots in India. Gosh, I can't, what is her name? I can see her. She's been on Russell Brand a couple times. That good. I don't want to, I have these senior moments, you know, where I'm like, oh, I can see that woman. Why can't I think of her name? <laughs> It'll come to me if I just keep talking. Von Donashiva. Von Donashiva. I spelled it out. You're right. Yeah, Von Van Donashiva. She does a, she's, uh, she's got a handle on it, you know, and uh, regarding the food systems and how, Wow. Was it Monsanto and through the Gates organizations that's been breaking that down in India? And Yeah, they managed great. actually to push Monsanto out and Monsanto got pushed back on their heels because like as soon as everybody saw they're eating like Franken food and shit, they're like, what? you know, like, I don't I don't want that shit. Like, huh? Like, it's, yeah. it's not really tested or even like just medical products in general and mm. food products in general there unless you live in like a country with stringent laws and in testing regulations on food and drugs which you know countries like that do exist which do have the nations but really across the whole world yeah they, they do you know which and one? not to say that there isn't <laughs> exactly smaller countries in europe usually and only for their own population. It's not like they, it's not like they, um, they reserve that quality for the whole world. Oh, but, yeah. But across most of the world, and in the U.S., the the regulations are are really fucked. If they're even there, if there's regulations at all, and even if there are regulations, people go around them and create loopholes for themselves. So that they can basically like poison people at will, feed people, you know, shit at will, and give people ineffective or minimally effective medicine at will, just to basically make money off of people, and you know, in my opinion, make make the population easier to subdue, you know, through causing negative health out outcomes, and you know, giving people brain fog and yeah, just just turning them into into another type of creature besides a human, because a, a human does have certain standards it needs to operate at its full potential. But when a human being operates at a low potential for generation after generation after generation, we can become kind of like you know creatureified because we're like we're on um, survival mode, and we we get. We get nasty, we get backstabbing, we get manipulative, we, you know, we, we turn petty. It's basically the things that, you know, the ruling class want to tell us like, oh, that's, that's people all the time. You know, that's, that's mm -hmm. just what humans are. Like, no, that's, 
what people have in, been engineered to become during you know times of of you know planned hardship so it's really yeah it, it's just this this narrative and this and this is where the spiritual com, uh, warfare comes in in my perspective with this narrative and it's really it's it's really the the first the Catholic, the catholic church and all the inquisitions and the witch hunts which basically try to try to do cultural genocide to whatever new lands and countries they could come in contact with because they didn't want any competing narratives they didn't want competing systems of like medicine and you know the different things are they maybe they wanted that stuff for themselves for sure but they would introduce it the way they saw fit not they didn't they didn't care about the backstory of of the foods and and plants they they brought back from like south america and africa and asia and stuff they just they cared about how they could exploit it and and yeah they suppressed the the stories of of other cultures and and yeah and they and then after after people got pushed into this kind of social control thing that was called religion which wasn't you know it wasn't a spiritual path but it was a religion and even after a while the religion kind of de devolved into materialism which you know the materialism helped people by kind of you know it freed their minds from these churches which had control over people's minds for so long by the scientific method where you can at least say okay well i'm going to see for myself i'm going to test this out and i'm going to make my own observations and i'm going to collect data and i'm going to see a fucking pattern and i'm going to have my i'm going to be a man of my own action my own mind my own opinions and my own discoveries and i'm going to you know i'm going to make my life you know with my own hands you know you kind of had had this part of enlightenment thinking and materialism which which was really really positive but then all that they threw out the baby with the bathwater you know by shucking out religion but not wanting to dig deeper on what was good about the religion because because of the horrible institutions that 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 used religion as its uh you know as, as its operating ideology up front you know as as a lure to bring people in, to bring, you know, normal, decent people in and to just fucking, you know, manipulate them into a into a system where they're, you know, tithing the money they they don't really have to the church and fucking making them obscenely fucking rich and basically turning you know, the the Pope is supposed to be, you know, acts just like a fucking Roman emperor or whatever. So it's they can, and it happens right in front of their face, you know. You know that's the thing. That's what pisses me off. Like a lot of this shit, even in with in the states with our government, they they do a lot of fucked up, culty, you know, dirty, manipulative shit right in front of people's faces, and then tell them it's something else. And that's oh, yeah. they, they literally piss on you and tell you it's raining, you know. Absolutely, I wanted to share with people. I put it in the chat, global research. Um, foundation that Reiner Filmic uh, started. And uh, let me, for example, 
couple titles real quick that, that give you an idea where this they go with this. This is their September 18th, 2022 piece video on corona, coronavirus and the criminalization of justice is one. And then the next, for example, uh, Reiner Filmic and 50 lawyers, different batches and lethal doses, the vaccine is designed to kill. And you can go, you know, in other words, give you a flavor of where they go with it. Um, worldwide COVID-19 shots, genocide, Dr. Reiner Filmic and Stu Peters. Stu Peters kind of right wing talk, but, but he does have good people on and he does call out, you know, the CDC and even Trump. He's like, this has got to stop. We can't keep doing this to babies and seniors and everything. I mean, so anyway, and it, it goes deep. I mean, there's, there's, they've been doing this now, I believe, for close to two years. I've seen Reiner Filmic on alternative platforms. So there's plenty of stuff here for anyone who's interested in some video format. You don't have to, like, pay. Uh, you can join, you know, uh, and they have different levels, but it's all available. I just used uh, Yandex and put in Reiner Filmic's name. And, th and this was the best site. There's lots of videos on Bish Bit how do you say it? Bitshoot, I think, and Rumble, and Maria Z, who's a is a lady out of Australia who is right on top of this. Um, and what I'm describing, Loki, it sounds to me like, and 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 I know you may not be familiar with all this, but it sounds to me like people who are identifying what you're saying, but it, and it all starts way back, thousands of years. You know, in the ancient writings, talk to me a little more. Talk to us a little more about, please, the Samaritan Sumerians and the high technology they had back then that you see. And is it in picture pictographs they call it? Where do you see this recorded? You yeah, it, but... it's mainly in cuneiform, which was their their um, their writing system at the time. I before oh, I like the Phoenician alphabet and stuff before that stuff, but. Yeah, their their gods, you know, basically had you know space space travel and genetic engineering and government, wow. and basically all the stuff we think of as you know modern modern to our time. They they had it in and in a way you could say we're just we we're, we're recovering you know the technology that they they used to have. I'm I'm. I'm sure they didn't have like AIs and stuff, but you know who who knows what what they really had. But and so we like can I'm, say, I'm sorry, did I cut yeah. you off? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ask your question first. I think we can say that. Yes, I agree. And and you know, I I only say this to relate. I lived on and off a monastery of world religions for pretty much for four years and a total of ten, but steady for four. And I met people from all over the world. You know, all different religions. And, um, you know, from the East and it was very, it was fascinating, uh, to learn from them and work with them. It was a working farm in Southern California. It was a part of my life. I really wasn't wanting to be a monk, but I was getting divorced and I was tired of the rat race and working construction and feeling empty. You know what I mean? So I checked it out and this is, but what I'm saying is they talk about the Akashic records where everything's stored in the Akashic records, this the spiritual realm uh, that that I think even Nikola Tesla may not have used that term, but said he tapped into a higher consciousness along with Nikola Einstein, Tesla for example. And, uh, Edgar Casey too, if you've heard of the guy. 
I've, I've heard the name. Yeah, go ahead. Take it from there. Yeah, uh, he was just called, you know, I don't know, the, like Midwest Prophet or something like that. But he he would basically go and he would take a question any, that anybody answered, go into, he would basically just go to sleep. And he would he would dream up the answer to anybody's question. He and wow. he would just let, he would he said he would just let his mind go to the Akashic record and he would pull out whatever answer he needed. And you know, it it helped people, you know, like a lot of people, everyone swore by by his dreams and his premonitions and he mm-hmm. he became like a uh thing. That the the term's slipping me at the moment. Uh was not not a prophet but a, some someone like a someone a seer you know like yeah. someone who sees the future like madame blavatsky and the, these other people that that would kind of predict the future stuff or um i'm thinking of one nostradamus nostradamus exactly like these these types of people yeah 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 and they clearly had vision i mean i remember nostradamus he'd spoken Sort of like a parallel. What did they call them? He had a name for them. Oh, I'm drawing a blank here because I remember reading about him. But he had to speak in code because the ruling elite he didn't want he didn't want to be calling them out and have them come after him. But I heard he spoke in code and oh gosh, I remember reading about him. He, anyway, I'll keep talking because I can't think yeah. of exactly. Go ahead. A lot of artists and scientists back in those days, in in some ways, they had more power than than academics of our the average not say all but the average academic of our time and age but you know they had a type of fragile power that can be taken away from them really easily by their lord most of the time or by their um by their benefactor because you know a, a smart person a strong person a talented person they needed a they needed a rich person usually to to give them the backing and you know and they would yeah, they would they would give they would shout him out all the time. They would they would toast him at every fucking dinner party. You know, they would they yeah they would give respects to him, and that's you know and that's fine if it was like a good working relationship. But you know, just having this as the only exclusive way for for brilliant minds to to share their knowledge with the world, or for talented people to make you know, to make contributions to the world is, is really inefficient because as soon as your Lord says, you know what, nah, I don't like that idea or, you know, what, whatever they come up with, you know, it could be a personal, it could be a practical reason. It could be just fucking a, a fever dream. They could have caught syphilis and gone crazy. They could just be too inbred and, you know, not able to think clearly. Like there could be a variety of reasons that that you know a lot of smart people got shot in the foot you know back back in that day and yeah, it's, in fact, it still happens, happens, you know? but we're still looking beholden. At, go ahead but i have to just put a timeline on and give you a little heads up um shaw asked me due to whatever issues we're having uh with storage to keep it to an hour we've only got about four minutes left but what i'd like to invite you is um i'm going to you know, uh, stop the show in about four minutes, give you the chance to wrap up what you have to say and then like do it, do more additions like this. Cause I really think this is the level that I enjoy uh, learning. And I think you have a lot of insight and I know there's other people too, like Thomas who does and, 
And I think these things that we can discuss um, can give us keys to go forward. And that's the whole point, isn't it? We identify the patterns. Uh, we can see it throughout thousands of years. And 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 I don't know. I, I to me, it, it's it's very enriching. So you got you got. It's not a dead. You know, it's not a hard stop. You know, we can go a little bit over, but you know, give it, give it, give it four minutes and and wrap it up, and then tell me well, when you're available again, and if it's later today or tomorrow, give me a time, and and I'll invite you back. How's that? Okay. Well, I got I got stuff to do tomorrow, but yeah, just just invite me, and whenever uh, I. Whenever I, I got like a hour block of time or even half yeah. an hour, I'll, I'll reserve it for you. But um, yeah, and and for me, this is this is kind of the way my mind works, and, and my my mind's learned to work too. Because I, you know, like I don't I don't tell many people this. I guess it's a small room, but um, I I learned about hermetic principles. Basically, you know, it was called by another name, but it was basically you know hermetic principles. When when I was like you know five and stuff like when when i could under, barely understand concepts which was really not a nice thing to do to a kid but you know it gave me a a special way of of seeing the world from a early age but um so were your parents involved in some type of i don't want to say cult but but help yeah, me out. what, what yeah, is that were, about yeah yeah my 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 parents were were both in a cult when i was born they they left it you know but it, it wasn't yeah, it was like a. It wasn't a cult where they try to keep everybody in. It was actually a cult where you had to like jump through hoops to just stay in there, you know. Otherwise, you got kicked out for not being, for not you know being able to keep up kind of thing. Because there's cults where they try to make you know they try to grow really big, but it wasn't a cult that was concerned with you know how big it got. I guess you could say. Now, where was this in America? Were you in a in, the, in somewhere in Europe? I'm, I'm, give me some feel of where this cult had its. No, with my parents, it was, it was in California. Oh, but, California! Wow. Yeah. Was that but tied that, to any religion like a, in particular? Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't any type of religion in particular. Okay. But it, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was like like-minded people who had certain. They had certain uh, spiritual practice, but there's what what made it culty was kind of like how you know they would it was things were regimented like there's things they had to learn there was exercise they like men had mandatory exercise and you know women yeah they they had their their whole philosophy on stuff I haven't looked back and that my my father still almost you know follows it a little a little too much he kind of He's keeping his brain stuck in the past a little bit, but yeah, it, it was a good foundation. But it's not—it's not something to stay stuck to, even though it's—it's—it touches on a little bit of everything. But it's—it's it you know the the cult leader was a cool guy. He met you know who uh, uh, no uh, John C. Lilly was. Um, I'm not familiar with was he. Um... Is this early 1900s? When are we? Who's John C. Lilly? John, when was he around? John C. Yeah, it sounds like he's from the early 1900s. But no, he was a he was like one of these psychedelic researchers in like the 60s and stuff. But he's famous for giving LSD to dolphins and observing their behavior. Really? But, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey Loki, we're we're running out of time here. Are you available later today? I need to charge my phone up a bit. Are you got any time later this evening? 
Uh, it's it's already late here. I gotta oh. I gotta wake up with my kids tomorrow. So um, okay. I I, I prob probably not. Yeah, I get the next. When, give me a ballpark. You you know, listen. There's no hurry to do this, but I, it's so enriching to do it with you. And I think we have a good exchange and, and certain things. I'm I'm the meathead ex construction worker, but I could ask some questions that I've learned in it. It seems to be synergistic. Give me an idea when I should when you may be available again and how, or can I direct message you through the app and you can tell yeah, me you can do that but but I would estimate 9 hours from now okay uh, I'll be available 9 hours from now otherwise just you can just message me and and I'll I'll make a block of time so where are you now where do you are you in California now or you're in another part of the world no no I I, I live in I live in Switzerland uh, oh. I've been here for Four years. I met my wife in Hawaii. She's from Switzerland, and we moved over here before the pandemic. Luckily, you know, so we weren't under the 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 chaotic, you know, thumb of whatever state we would of Hawaii or California. So, I really want to learn more about that. So, because I'm fascinated. So, there's the European countries you were describing. Your own country earlier. Let me ask you. What okay? It, right now it's six. Just to give you an idea. It's six nineteen p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm in Connecticut, what I call Corrupticut, and it is. Um, what time is it where you are? What day is it where you are? It is uh, twelve twenty September twentieth. Okay, we talking p.m. or a.m. twelve twenty? Uh, technically a.m. after midnight. Oh, it's late. Oh, I see. Oh, well, well, I really appreciate. So nine in the morning, your time, nine hours from now. Okay, so that would be, let me think, three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It'd be like three a.m. my time. Okay, yeah, I might be up. Too. I might be yeah. up, Loki. You never know. <laughs> okay. Well, do you wake up early? Or no, that. But the, yeah, I don't have that. I don't have that long. Let me let me think. Let me think uh, of another block of time I might have. So my son, my son has a long day of school tomorrow. Okay. So then. From four, no, no, some from, from two to four, so two minus two hours, four, so eight a.m. eight a.m. your time. I might have a one hour block of time. All right, I'm gonna shoot for that. Three a.m. You may get a, you may get a uh, invite. And if I don't hear from you, then I'll just say okay, we didn't connect. But because uh, you never know, I'm up a lot in the middle of the night. Um, I got to have both hips replaced and they move around in the socket. I'm always up throughout the night because they wake me. So if I am, I usually sit up, have a little something to eat, take some aspirin and try and, and some uh, magnesium and uh, calcium and try and get back to sleep. So, so uh, that might be a good time. I, if it's the Lord, and the, I never know when I'm going to get woken, but certainly by eight o'clock, I'm going to try again, Loki. Thanks so much. I really appreciate you coming in and sharing this stuff. And I, I really enjoyed talking to you. I hope others find it, uh, valuable because uh, this is this is where the keys are in my opinion and it's fascinating for me that you've got the experience and we can talk ancient history that i am just trying to un, uh, un uncover so all right bro it's been great all right man yeah appreciate your time too thanks for having me here pleasure hey, man. let's talk to you soon bye now good night okay everybody i'm gonna wrap up the room and that was a real gift to have Loki come in. Uh, he shared before on uh, the call-ins and, 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 uh, and on a couple that I've done. But it's real nice where he can have the, 
as much time as he needs. He got so much, so much knowledge that you know I find enriching, and I hope others as well. So, okay, uh, from the People's Corner, uh, hailing from Corrupticut, the unconstitutional state. <laughs> this is the Italian Clydesdale. Uh, over and out.